Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the eighth episode of Court Kings. My name is Brandon Muting. And I am Nick Sainter. We're back! We are back, and you know what we always start with. Creighton in Nebraska basketball, and then we eventually move on to the NBA. Today, we don't have as much stuff for the NBA, but of course, for college basketball. We got to talk about the Jays, we got to talk about the Skurs. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Brandon. It's been a couple weeks, and I'm going through withdrawals of giving you crap on your <laughs> Creighton Blue Jays. They, they did lose just, tonight. Just Okay. Um, Tell but, us about it. So they lost against Georgetown. Unfortunately, I couldn't get that channel on my TV, so I was just live updating it on my phone. Um, the one thing to note here, though, this is the first team they lost to that wasn't ranked. Okay. Okay. That's, that's the first one. Three-point loss. Not too bad. But also, Creighton was ranked 25th, but they won't be anymore. No, they won't. Now, now okay, so they're looking at their next two games. We have there's Providence at home. They should, they should beat Providence. They should. But then how do you feel about the DePaul game? Because you know how I, I, I'm a big fan of DePaul. I think they're, they're going to be a sneaky team come March. But how do you feel that the, the Blue Jays will fare on the road against DePaul? You know, okay, at the beginning of the season, no one thought they were going to be good. They actually started out undefeated. Mm-hmm. But in Big East play, I want to say they haven't won in Big East uh, conference play at all. Um, however, they are still a good team. They went in overtime with Villanova a couple yep, nights ago. They did. Um you know, I am nervous about that game. I'll give it to them. If it was at Creighton, I'd be like, oh, Creighton in a heartbeat. Yeah. But since it's at DePaul, it does make me a little hesitant. Yeah. So I think that one can go either way, but I think we should beat Providence. Yeah, and that's a good point that you said if, if it's at home, then you're feeling confident because the Jays are 10-1 and at home compared to 2-3 and on the road this year. So, I mean, quite the, quite the sway of records there. Um, Blue Jays, though, sitting in the middle of the pack in the Big or big East, I believe they're in. Yeah. Or, yeah, Big <laughs> East. East. Um. And they're sitting in the middle of the pack with two and three record. So so far, Seton Hall's the one that's kind of above the rest, sitting at five and zero. Oh, so we'll see how they fare. But um, who's been the top player for the Blue Jays as of late? Um, it's been a mix. Um, it'll either be Tyshawn Alexander. Um, a couple games ago was Christian Bishop, and let me tell you, these last two games for Christian Bishop, if you look at his stats, they're nice. Yeah. But during the games, he was making very stupid decisions. And it just doesn't make the Jays look good. On paper, yeah. it looks good, but for him, no. Um, it's either going to be like Tyshawn Alexander, Marcus Zagorowski, and then, of course, you got to throw Mitch Ballack in there. Now, I believe that – oh, never mind. I, I was looking at the wrong wrong uh, thing. I saw something about the Georgetown. Um, they had a, a guy do a double-double tonight. And, I mean, heck, the thing is, Georgetown came into this game with a little bit of a – chip on their shoulder if you want to say they've lost they lost five straight to the Blue Jays and they only beat Creighton by three points on the road and honestly even though I am not a big fan of the Blue Jays and listeners out there know that Brandon you know that yes, all too well I mean it's it's you, if you're a Creighton fan you can't be too disappointed by this loss if you're Greg McDermott you can't be too disappointed by this loss just because you go onto the road at Georgetown who for the most part, the in recent years has been known as a decent um, team, especially a. I mean, they're, they've been known as a consistent March Madness team as well. And only coming out of there with a three point loss, not too bad. If you look at the Hoyas record compared to the Creighton Blue Jays record, they're both Creighton's twelve and five or thirteen and five compared to Georgetown's 12, 12 and six. Excuse me, both are two and three in the Big East. It's early in the, in the college basketball season. It it's is still very very early. So. Um, Creighton, I mean, if they if they turn a couple of things around, um, just improve, like you said, Christian Bishop just on the floor, 
making smarter decisions, that's only going to improve them. And so they're going to make the big dance. I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. Honestly, and that's where I struggle. First of all, I want to talk about this. Andy Katz, um, he's a March Madness what what you want to say? Analyst, expert, expert. Analyst, expert. Yes, correct. Um, he said it is probably this is the most likelihood of a whole conference making the tournament this year. Yeah, which and is they, insane. And they said it's either going to be the Big East, yep, or the Big Ten. Yeah, and and I don't know about the Big Ten. I don't know about the Big Ten because of my Huskers. Yeah, well, you know, okay, and maybe, maybe and Northwestern. Through. Yeah, Northwestern is not good. Um, but Nebraska lost to Northwestern on the road. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. But I will. I'll talk. I'll dive into that in okay. a little bit here. But um, yeah, Creighton. They. I was at the Marquette game. They destroyed Marquette. Which Marquette, man? They had a they had a good win tonight over Xavier. I believe they won handily. I, I want to say it was a twenty or a twenty point win. Um, Marquette behind. They had Marcus Howard. Yeah, they beat uh, Xavier eighty five to sixty five tonight. And at Xavier, right? Yeah, it was at Xavier. And Marcus Howard, the guard slash forward for the Golden Eagles, dropped 35 points. So, I mean, if you're if you're a Marquette fan in that case, or just a Big East fan in general, come tournament time, you're gonna love to see that play, and you're hoping that Marcus Howard puts on a show and represents the Big East in a positive way. And I think that's why they're gonna be a dark horse in the Big East tournament. Yeah, they're my pick to win the Big East tournament yeah, at the moment. Absolutely. Um, other things. Um, if you look at the Butler Creighton score, Butler did beat Creighton seventy-one to fifty-seven. However, most of the game Creighton was within five. And Butler's fifth in the country. And they just lost. But yes, they did just lose. But they are very good. They are a good basketball team. They're a sneaky basketball team. When I actually tuned into that game uh, against the Blue Jays because it was on Fox or Fox Sports One or something like that, I believe. And I was turn. I turned it on, and I was like, I did not. My first reaction was, I did not know Butler was a top five, top ten team. They were secret, in the country. Yeah. I had no idea they were they were a quiet um, top ten uh, team, if you want to say so. I mean, I, I they just didn't make a lot of headlines, and they just play hard nosed basketball, which. We've said it multiple times. Come tournament time, that's what's going to win you ball games. And I think they're the best defensive team in the Big East at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, Creighton also faced Villanova, and I want to say for it, literally three point seven five quarters of that game, they had it. They yep. had it, Villanova, and then just completely lost it. They yep. were selfish with the ball. They weren't passing it at all. They were making very stupid shots at Denzel Mahoney. Sorry, man. <laughs> um, but Denzel Mahoney actually did play really well against Georgetown tonight. I'll give him that. But um, we should have had that game against Villanova. But nope, Villanova beat us by five. That was a depressing game. But then we went on the road and beat Xavier by 12. Yeah. So I I don't know how I feel. I think the Blue Jays are going to be bubble when it comes okay. to March Madness like they were last year and they didn't make it last year. Um, but I think they're going to be a bubble and they're going to make it this year. I don't know how far they'll go. I think go. they're just going to sneak it in. Yeah, I don't know how far they'll go. I don't think the whole Big East Conference will make it anymore, obviously. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. But let's talk about your Cornhuskers now. All right, so Nebraska, I over over the break, I kind of came up with a motto or right. a saying that I think describes this Huskers team relatively well, uh, and that is – Every time you're ready to give up on them, they reel you back in. Yeah. They show bright flashes, and then they show horrible, horrible uh, style of play. But then they show another bright flash, and you're like, wait, maybe the NIT isn't so far out of reach. Maybe, maybe we can contest in the Big Ten. Now, I'm going to look at 
First of all, I want to say congratulations to Charlie Easley, yes. who has earned a scholarship. We're, a, we're about a week late on this news, a week and a half probably late on this news. But that man, he, knows is, how to play he, he is just a hard-nosed basketball player, and, and Fred Hoiberg respects that. So congratulations to uh, walk – well, ex-walk-on, former walk-on from right here in Lincoln, Nebraska, my high school, Pius X. Um, congratulations to him on earning a scholarship and becoming a, a pretty important part of this team of the rotation under Fred Hoiberg in his first year. Now, moving on to Tuesday night's game against the Buckeyes of Ohio State. Now, Ohio State, man, started out hot. They were a top three team in the country blowing everybody out of the water. Oh, man, this is not Michigan State's conference. This is Ohio State's uh, th- uh, ter- uh, conference to lose, tournament to lose. There were there were talks about potential national championship implications, so. stuff like that on there. Yeah, I thought so as well. Last night, now they've been struggling. So Ohio yep. State is 2-4 and four in the Big Ten. They lost after four last games in a row. They lost four Nebraska. in a row. Um, they lost at Minnesota, I know. I don't. I can't think of another one. But I just know they lost at Minnesota, oh, Purdue, 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 who Nebraska beat. Um, exactly. So that's okay. So let's go back to that motto. Every time you're ready to give up on the Huskers, they reel you back in. Yep. Nebraska. Now they lost to, I believe it was like Northern Utah or something. Um, North Dakota. North North Dakota. Thank you. Yeah, by one. Yeah. Uh, but didn't we lose to another team like Southern before that? Uh, Southern Utah. George Mason was oh no was, you, you beat Southern Utah okay we did beat Southern Utah oh, okay no I'm sorry this is labeled wrong okay so you guys lost to Southern Utah by yep. one in your second game but then yep. you guys beat some other Southern U team I'm gonna look. okay that's okay so um we so we lost to Southern Utah yep. and we were all like man this season's a wash yes. we're going zero and twenty six or no I guess we're going one and twenty five because <laughs> we won our first game. You didn't win your first game. You or we didn't UC win. Riverside. We lost to UC Riverside. We're going 0-26. <laughs> and then after that, we go to our basketball tournament that we went to. I believe it was in Cayman Islands. Yep. Um, and we beat UC, USF in our third game. We beat. We won our first game, and then we lost to George Mason. Yep. And then we won against USF. George Mason is a good basketball team. George Mason team. is a good basketball team, so I'm going to take that one with a grain of salt. But yep. After those two, going two and one in the Cayman Islands, we're like, all right, you know what? We'll, we'll maybe we'll stay tuned for this. Exactly. Then we lose to North Dakota. And okay, yeah, North Dakota is a good basketball team, but Nebraska should have beat them. Yeah, exactly. And so everybody's like, all right, that's it for Nebraska basketball. Close the book. Husker women's basketball. Whoa, they're eight and zero. What are you talking about? Let's watch that. So then everybody's kind of not really watching them now. Matt Painter and the Purdue Boilermakers come into Pinnacle Bank Arena, and what happens? Nebraska pulls it out. I, I and, was surprised. And comfortable, comfortably pulls the game by fourteen. By four, yeah, fourteen against a Purdue team that just put a whooping on Michigan State at home, and they were about to be ranked. They exactly, were, they were like number twenty-seven at the time. And a team like Nebraska that has no size. And a Purdue team that has a seven foot something guy. He got an seven another game, right? Yeah, he did. And but then another game. And then another seven foot guy and a couple six eleven, six ten guys, I'm sure. A team that's known for their size. 
we win. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe we're, we're coming back, back. We're coming back. Don't worry. We're still fans. And then I can't believe – I can't remember who we lost to. Rutgers. We lost to Rutgers. Rutgers is not a bad yeah, team. Yeah, they are good this year. They are good, but we're just not used to losing a- to Rutgers. Another team that beat Ohio State, right? Exactly. I mean, and Rutgers is just one of those teams that Nebraska fans aren't used to losing to, whether it's football, whether it's girls basketball, volleyball. Because they're just not a good They're just not a good – not team. a good uh, – athletic department but this year for men's basketball. but this year for men's and women's basketball they're pretty good so then you're like all right well we lost at Rutgers at home that was the game that you know we could be 500 and then the Iowa Hawkeyes come into town what and everybody's like what we I mean Fran McCaffrey's getting teed up within the first five minutes of the game Fran McCaffrey's son, Connor McCaffrey, they're shooting four of 32 from three-point to end the game. And you're just thinking, oh, man, we out-rebounded this Iowa team. We didn't shoot so bad from the free-throw line. And they were ranked number 23 at the time. Exactly. We were hitting our shots. And this is what Fred Hoiberg's offense looks like when we're nailing the three ball left and right. And so we're like, all right, all right, Husker fans, all right, we're back, we're back. All right, we're going on the road to a uh, team north in northwest northwestern Wildcats that are uh, the worst in the conference. The worst in the conference, even below Nebraska, who lost to North Dakota. But it's okay because we beat Purdue and we beat Iowa. But who and then lose? we lose to Northwestern on the road. And yes, I understand it's the Big Ten. I understand that it is a very very hard thing to accomplish a win on the road. And I understand that in this year, the Big Ten, and it's been obvious, and this year in college basketball across the board, there is no team above the rest. There is no, everybody thought it was Michigan for a while, then they thought it was Ohio State. To begin the season, we thought it was Michigan State, but they just got their butts kicked by Purdue at home. So maybe Purdue, but no, Purdue, we've seen how to beat them in Nebraska beating them. So then, so back to Nebraska. We lose to Northwestern, and we're like, "All right, back to the drawing board." We're just we're just gonna back up a little bit. We're still gonna watch you guys, but we're still just gonna back up a little bit. So we go into Tuesday night's game, and I'm sitting there thinking, "All right, all the odds are against us." And then 30 minutes before the game, we see that two of Ohio State's guards are suspended for the game, and I'm thinking, "Oh my goodness, there's a chance. <laughs> there is a chance that we pull a miracle on the hardwood tonight, folks." And I didn't say anything. I didn't text anybody anything because I didn't want to be the dude that jinxed it. it. Yep. But we start out 0 for 5 from 3. Ah, I didn't see this game, so I don't know anything. And a team that lives and dies by the 3. Died by the (laughs) 3. Needs to shoot better, needs to start better than 0 for 5 from 3. Now, here's the thing. Hold on. I have to grab the stat sheets up. That's somewhere here. There it is. Nebraska ended up losing only by 12. And I say only by 12 because they were down by 13 at half. Okay. And take this into account. Yeah, I'm going to take this into account that we started 0 for 5 from the 3. I mean, we outscored them 43 to – we scored 43 points in the second half. And going into the locker room at halftime, down 13 to an Ohio State team that's ranked – that Caleb Wesson for Ohio State is just a phenomenal player. Yep. Was DJ Carton they, playing that game or no? I believe so. Okay, DJ Carton's good too. 
Um, we, I mean, this is our field goal percentage for the game. We shot forty-two percent from the field. Not, not horrible. No, okay, not I, I, I would take that. Yep. Three-point land. We shot forty-one percent. That's a lot better. Than that's that's not five. too bad. Yeah, exactly. So we we turned it around. Um, free throws. We shot sixty sixty percent. I that, mean, that can be that, that can improve, but they it's, they've it's done been worse. Now, okay, so this Ohio State team we've talked about has tons of size. They play physical, and we're Nebraska is far from size. Okay. Yep. Um, we got out rebounded by three. That's not bad at all. I mean, the only the only guy that's like somewhat tall is Drago, right? Yeah, is Ivan Oa Drago, and so it's like, hmm. All right, now I kind of see where this is going. We had nine turnovers compared to Ohio State's twelve, so we we committed fewer turnovers than them. Now it's just the thing is. Ohio State shot 55% from the field. And what are you – I mean, what can you do at that point? Okay. Um, I would also like to point out that Nebraska scored over 60 points at Value City Arena in Columbus for the first time in seven trips to uh, Columbus, Ohio. I did not know that. They had wow. never scored over 60 points. I mean, they might have actually. They probably did score over 60 points. But not recently. not in seven in their past seven trips. So that's that's something to be proud of. Um, proud of. So in the second half, uh, we were a combined nine of twenty-two from the three-point line in the game. Okay, but we shot we knocked eight of those down in the second half, shooting fifty-four point eight percent from the three-point line in the second half. So. Man, if we can just get this second half team to translate to the first half, then it would be a good game. It's going to be a complete game. We might not come out on the winning end of this, but it might be a three point deficit, maybe a two or five or something like that. Thorir, Thorbarn, and Arson. Thorbarn, Arson. Thorbarn, Narson. I thought you had it the first time. Yeah, hold on one second. I'm going to get this here. Thorir, Thorbarn, and Arson. There it is. There you go. Nice. He led Nebraska with 15 points. Um, all of them were in the second half. And the thing is, is last year over the summer, or over the offseason, I should say, people were saying, man, if Thor is going to be our leader because he's the only returning returning player, I mean, we're as good as gone. And he's proven that he can step up. He can. Man, he can step up, shooting 48% from three on the season. And in an offense that you need to shoot the three, we've talked about that a ton. Yes, we have. I, I'm, just, I'm honestly... I'm still reeled in because we're sitting at seven and ten. That's six more wins than I thought we were going to get. We're sitting in the bottom, yes, the bottom third of the conference. Yeah, you really would have liked to win a game on the road against Northwestern, but man, you look at those that Iowa game and you see Charlie Easley diving on the floor. You see Deshaun Burke hit or um, converting on the and one dunk attempt to end the game. It's just, man. It's starting to look promising again. It is. And, you know, you have reports of the Ho- of Hoiberg and the his assistant coaches recruiting in Minnesota. Today they were in Texas. Tomorrow I know they're in Minnesota. Last week they were in L.A. You're seeing them going after four- and five-star guys, which, yeah, right now they're probably not going to get them, but if they get their name and their relationships started to build in those areas – 
it's only going to help for the future. It's going to be a process, and just like with football, Nebraska fans, including myself, hate trusting the process and hate having to wait. So there's my spiel on Nebraska. And something that's something Tim Miles did not do. He did yep. not do he, – yes, he got a few other players, but he never went out like Co- Coach Hoiberg did. Uh-huh. And then the other thing to note here for Nebraska – Cam Mack is only a sophomore, and I think Cam Mack is going to be a superstar one he day. He is going to be a player, man. He was the first Cornhusker to ever get a triple-double. Yeah. That was huge. I was at that game. That was cool. Um, however, what do you think about this Indiana game on Saturday at home? You know, I, I it's at home. It is. And, and that's why I'm, I'm still reeled in. Yes. Because you look at how we played in Assembly Hall that day when they when we went on the road to Indiana. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing where even though we lost, I we got reeled right back in. You only lost because by six. We lost by six to Indiana at Assembly Hall, one of the toughest venues in college basketball, against an Indiana team that's going to be a March Madness team more than likely. Yep. And so, man, it's a great I, – I look at it as a great opportunity because if we lose, I hope we lose by – Less than five. Yep. It would send us on a three-game losing streak. It so, would. But that's okay. Because, but it's all about how we play. It's going to be, all right, let's look in depth at the, what's the rebound totals? What are the free throw percentages? What's, yep. what, are, what, is, what is Thor shooting from three? How many assists does Cam Mack have? All those little things will translate to a Husker win eventually because we'll keep improving if we keep focusing on the little things. So I honestly would not be surprised to see us win. I would rather, I would take, there's a better chance that we're going to lose by a few points rather than win. That is true. I like and I, I would honestly be okay with that. As long as we don't go out there and get creamed, get, lay, or lay a fat egg, we're going to be just fine. Yep. And then the other thing I want to talk about with you, we talked about the Big East, how it could be anyone's game. Like yep. we said, the Big Ten could be. Do you have a team, do you think, that could win the tournament by surprise? I would say Penn State is my pick. That would just be like the dark horse. By surprise? By surprise would be Penn State for me. Because Penn State has played really good basketball this year. But then they lost to Wisconsin. That is true. And, and was- Wisconsin's not Wisconsin, though, this no. year. And- We're used to Wisconsin being the top 15 team. Yeah, destroying down low and then uh, getting the ball down low and then kicking it out to yeah. Ethan Happ, and they're not that this year. Hmm. Um. And it's tough because like, I want to say Rutgers, Rutgers, but I don't trust them well or, enough. What about Illinois? Maybe possibly Illinois has impressed me this year. Illinois is not too bad. I I throw Purdue into that mix because be they can one. they can show what or they showed what they can do when they when they spread the ball out and get rebounds as well. I. I would say I would say Rutgers, okay, or Purdue. Rutgers or Purdue, okay. Those would be my dark horse. We'll probably change those in a. Few we weeks. we probably will, but that's that's the beauty of college basketball. And here's the thing: also, when it's very competitive that year, like people are starting to pick dark horses. Like you, I said, Penn State. You said Rutgers or Purdue, yep. and then like the most basic team wins. Michigan State will just like win. Oh, yeah. And that's the most annoying thing. And cuz last year Nebraska didn't they go on a run with Tim Miles? Yeah, we did. And that's how we that's a big reason why we got in the NIT. Yeah. So, all right. This is where we're going to go ahead and transfer over to the NBA. Like I said, we don't have so much on the NBA. We're just going to go through standings. Um kind of shoot out some teams that are maybe on the comeback from a big losing streak yep. or kind of falling off the board like they shouldn't. Um before the podcast, Nick and I were talking earlier and we were being completely honest. The NBA is boring this year. I'm not going to lie. There's nothing exciting about it. Nope. 
I mean, the Boston Celtics are, are I mean, kind of running away with the East. I, uh, actually, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say it's gonna, be, it's gonna be the Milwaukee Bucks that yes. are running away with the East. I mean, their their division's weak. The Pacers aren't what they thought they were going to be. The Bulls are horrible. Those are my the Bulls. Cavs. Oh, is there mine too? Don't worry. Oh, okay. All right. The Cavs are bad. The Pistons are bad. The Wizards are bad. What? The Wizards <laughs> are thirteen and twenty-seven. Yeah. What? Thirteen twenty-seven. Nobody saw that. Yeah. Nope. It's been rough. Uh, so I mean, there's that, and then the Western Conference. I hate to say it, but the Lakers really. I just I hate to say it. Oh, uh, well, there there you have a good team. They, they do, do they do. I know, but I just I don't know. I don't want the Lakers to win. I think I don't think. Is it because LeBron's on the team, or just like the Lakers franchise in general? I just think the Lakers franchise. I think that they use their big city to attract everybody. That's fair. Um, so some quick standings, um, and last for the Eastern Conference is the Hawks. Not very surprising. They're nine and thirty-two. They are twenty-six and a half games back from first. That is a long. They'll get way there. To... They'll get there. <laughs> so obviously they're not doing too hot. The Knicks, eleven and thirty, not doing too hot. Cavaliers, twelve and twenty-nine, still not doing too hot. My Wizards, thirteen twenty-seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nope, they're not making it. Um, Hornets have actually been trending up lately. Um, they. Oh wait, no, just kidding. Not the Hornets. I was thinking of a different team. They've lost five in a row. <laughs> Fifteen and twenty-eight. Pistons fifteen twenty seven, Bulls fifteen twenty seven, Nets eighteen twenty two. They've been they've been slacking a little bit. They did. However, they were ahead against the seventy sixers tonight, and then, then the seventy sixers blew them out of the water in the last few minutes. Yeah. Um, Magic nineteen and twenty one, seventy sixers twenty six and sixteen. Did you see Joel Embiid's finger? I did not. That was the most disgusting thing. You got to look it up. Do it right now. I will look it up. Right now. Yeah. I have a we have a podcast to do. Oh, we do. Yeah. Is that what this is? <laughs> okay. Joel Embiid, like, dislocated finger. It's really disgusting. Um, Doug McDermott and the Indiana Pacers, uh, 26 and 15. They are trending up, even yeah, though we the expected heck? them to do better. They've they won, won three in a row. Three in a row. Raptors, 26-14. That's kind of, without Kawhi Leonard, that's kind of where they're sitting. Yeah. Hey, Fred Van Fleet's a, a franchise player. Pascal Siakam. Hey, man. They're, yeah. They Dark have, horse. They're kind of carrying that team right now. Uh, Boston Celtics have definitely been trending down. Yeah, they've only lost one game since, but um, they were at the top of the conference, what was it, four weeks ago, five weeks ago? Something like that, yeah. Uh, Heat have definitely been trending up. I was not expecting this out of the Heat. 20- Tyler Hero, man. Jeez, and Kendrick, what's Kendrick Kendrick Nunn, Nunn. yeah. Uh, or not Hassan Whiteside. No, he um, the Blazers now. Bam Adebayo. Goran Dragic. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, they're getting the job done, and they're 28-12 and 12 sitting Half a game up and set from second pl- or from uh, third place. Yeah, sitting in second place. So, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, of course, thirty six and six. Yeah, I mean, Giannis Adenakumbo. That's Giannis, bro. Giannis. It is Giannis. Okay, you know what? We had this conversation about Lonzo. Oh, okay, I was wrong about the Lonzo thing, oh, oh. but that one I'm standing by. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> talk about the who West. names our kid Giannis. Giannis. Guyanis? Guyanis. You know what? I'll Google this later. Whatever. Yeah, please do. <laughs> we'll oh update you goodness. on Twitter on how it that goes. Not, it is not Guyanis. Oh, my okay. goodness. It's fine. We're it fine. We're moving on to the Western Conference. I'm about to walk out again. <laughs> Western Conference. Um, the Warriors, 9-33. Um, injuries still. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson was talking about coming back. I don't know how true that is, but he was talking about coming back sooner than usual. They've lost nine in a row. 
Pelicans, Zion Williamson does make his debut here soon. In they, the 22nd or on the 22nd? <laughs> in the 22nd. Uh, they are 15 and 26. The Kings, 15 and 25. Timberwolves. Gosh, I was not expecting them to do this bad this year. 15 and 25. Now, uh, a few episodes ago, you and I were talking about how good the Suns are. Well, guess what? They suck again. Huh. They are because, I mean, yeah, true, they're just bad. They are 16 and 24. Hassan Whiteside, Lillard, the Blazers, 17 24. Spurs, 17 22. Grizzlies, John ja Morant, um, they've won six in a row. They. Did, okay, did you see John ja Morant yesterday? Um, James Harden against the Rockets. Oh, and he, like, did this little... He, like... Well, he, like, uh... James Harden gave him all the space in the world. And then John Morant drilled a three. And then on the way back, he goes, You tell him who I beep am. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. That's Make sure funny. he knows who I beep am. Rightfully so, though. <laughs> so, John Morant's putting the league on notice. That's good. John Morant deserves it. James Harden isn't the same James Harden we knew from a couple years ago. Nope. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, 23-18. and 18. Mavericks, they've been trending up 25-15. Houston Rockets, 26-13. Clippers, 28-13. They've kind of fell a little bit. i just yeah. not realizing that. I didn't know they had that many losses. Uh, Denver Nuggets, 27-12. You talked about them a lot previously. The Jazz have won 10 in a row, 28-12. It's all because of Spider Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers, 33-7. They've won nine in a row. Any of those teams that took you by surprise or, or took you by surprise in a negative way? I would honestly say that the Thunder... The th- okay. The Thunder have I, I'm they're playing relatively well. Uh because I I honestly don't I mean Chris Paul's not a scorer mm-hmm. and he's he's playing really well. Um SGI Shea Gilgis Alexander is playing p- pretty well right now. Um one team I'm kind of surprised about in the West, the Portland Trailblazers. With Damian Lillard, Hassan Whiteside, CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum, they've they have quite a few threats there and they're just not winning. Um, looking at the Eastern Conference, I, I think I already told you guys that I'm surprised by the Miami Heat. They're playing well, well past what we all thought. You and I both. Um, the Bulls, I mean, they're they're only one spot out of the playoff spot right now. That is true. I did not know that, but the Eastern Conference is very weak. I think the Bulls won't stay there. Very oh long, no, they won't. They'll be they'll be dropping down to twelve. I think the Hornets will take their spot eventually. Okay, or the Pistons with Blake Griffin. That see, Blake Griffin's not the same Blake Griffin that played oh, in Los Angeles. Oh, I know, though. I know. But yeah, no, that's. But true. Charlotte doesn't have Kemba. Uh, that is also very true. So, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty surprised by the Orlando Magic. Yes, uh, Mar- with Markel Fultz down there, and I'm I'm frankly disappointed in the 76ers. Yeah, they're only number six right I now. I thought that I okay. So this is how I thought the the standings would be right now. It would be Milwaukee, 76ers, uh, the Celtics, um, and then who knows how it went after that. It's literally just that division too. But the 76ers, man, they're twenty six and sixteen. I just I just don't. I mean, they had a good comeback win against the Nets tonight, but. I think they're they're not playing as well as they they, they gotta turn they their stuff around. And honestly, I think Brett Brown has been there way too long. I think he should have been fired a long time ago. Yeah. Um yeah, the team that impressed me was the Miami Heat. Honestly, I thought Eric Spolstra was about to be fired last season, but he never did. Now probably a good thing because they are twenty eight and twelve. Western Conference, the one that surprised me the most with the Utah Jazz. Yes, I knew they were gonna be good this year, but I was expecting them to be like four or five, not number two. Yeah. Um and then the surprising one in a negative way was the Minnesota Timberwolves, fifteen and twenty-five. 
You have Carl Anthony Towns, um, Andrew Wiggins. You have no excuse. They should be doing a lot better when, than what they should. But, yes, sir. Um, now, however, if you think or if Clay Thompson does return like he says he's going to soon, do you think the Warriors are going to trend up at all? Or no, they're going to sit exactly too where little, they're at. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. All right, that's fair enough. Okay, well, that does it for this week's edition of Court Kings. It's been a while since we did one of these, so we apologize. It was good to be back. It was good to be back. We will see you guys next week with Creighton Basketball and the Rascal Basketball and, of course, the NBA. Follow us on Twitter! Woo! See you guys. Adios.